0: I'm sure you're ready for this. I'll do my best. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and a f- the prom queen. Welcome to the best soccer show. The best soccer show in the fall.
1: go bestsoccershowbackheel.com live monday night jason davis and jared dubois coming at you coming at you whatever they say monday 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 do you ever go to a Uh, monster truck show real quick uh I, i went i i think i went to a monster truck show my my
2: but my my family was big on mickey thompson you remember the Mickey Thompson races, where th- no. that was more like it had like the Ivan Ironman Stewart truck races. It would have, it would have motocross like Jeff Ward back in the day. And it would oh, have yeah. um, a couple monster trucks, and then also one other thing I can't remember. But it was all it was like a whole kind of racing rally at a thing. So okay. there would be monster trucks there, but I didn't go like to a just straight up monster truck show. I
1: don't think I ever went to a monster truck show, and I don't even think I was ever in, that interested. But I do remember watching monster trucks and tractor pulls on espn for some dumb
2: reason
1: (laughs) no made no sense i
2: I think that the 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 complexion of our skin makes us like feel obligated to watch that at times i never uh, but i
1: never understood the tractor pull like they have the big the big like uh looks like a hot rod right like, super, like flames coming out. Like the, it's basically World's Strongest Man with a motor. Yeah, but they would pull the thing and there would be like a weight on the tractor that would like shift. And I never understood. Oh, no, he didn't just pull two tons. <laughs> two tons,
2: son. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never really got that myself no. either. I, I don't know. I, there's not many. Here's the thing. True or false. Kind of white trashy. Oh, very white
1: trash. 100% white trash. There's and no doubt about your boy, that. Your boy. Your boy. Avoids the white trashiness at all costs. Yeah. Oh, look. I mean, I, I am not one to sit in judgment of anybody and their chosen passions, but I'm not one to partake of those particular areas myself. And I don't know. I mean, it's it depends on where you're from, where you live and what you're into. I mean, you know. But yet, even the fact I've never been to a monster truck show,
2: I can name at least
1: two monster trucks. Oh, I can name, I can name two. I don't think I can go past two. All right. Let's see if we got the same two. We got the same two. Bigfoot, right? And Gravedigger? And Gravedigger. <laughs> That's
2: the only two I know. I don't, I don't think I know any other. Is there a little foot? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think
1: so. I don't know. By the way, we are live. It is Monday. Open, phone lines are open all night, 347-756-6276. We're going to get to some soccer. Let's note the fact that our boy Jared Dubois is doing his show live from his telly in Orlando, Florida. What's up? I'm on live remote. I'm on a remote location in a hotel room
2: on a hotel bandwidth that I had to pay money for to get the higher bandwidth. Look at you. So uh, I need to be uh, compensated somehow. I'm going to put an expense for four, uh, four men, Trevor.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, he could uh, you well you could yeah, at least at the very least you could deduct that on your taxes next next April. So we get around yeah, to that. I'm right off this hotel room as the office. <laughs> you sure you probably could to be honest with you. Oh, uh, le- we did not uh we did not actually send Jar- Jared to Orlando to do some sort of sc- soccer scouting mission and to represent the best soccer show although he does wherever he goes. He's there for. I might be. Re- I might be repping at Orlando City Soccer Club tomorrow. Oh, you might be, huh? What's 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 happening? What's-
2: well, I put it out there that I was going to be in uh, out here, and uh, that I was looking to get a soccer game in. I wanted to get a run out, you know, see if anyone needed a player one night this week, and uh, a couple two dudes from the Orlando City front office message means so that they have a front office game on Tuesday nights. <laughs>
1: That's and, a hook! Uh, wow, that's that's the big time that you got. This I'm is getting odd. called up to the, the for, to the big time amateurs. Well, I'm just saying, obviously, uh, uh, obviously, people. There's a couple former college players in there. Obviously, people know who Jared Dubois is. That's all I'm saying. Like, they they, don't they? it's out. I'm saying it's out there up up all in American soccer circles. If you don't know who Jared Dubois is. Uh yeah you're probably doing it wrong okay uh so that's good no uh you get to rep you know rep uh, the best soccer show at the the front office game um before we dive into a lot of MLS action and some some news around uh, American soccer we certainly touch on all of the stuff we can here let's talk about you in Orlando because I know you've been uh, you know you went to uh to Vancouver ahead of the Women's World Cup we talked a little bit about. How Vancouver was going to be handling having the final and doing all that stuff around that uh, around that tournament. How is soccer's um, you know how is soccer hitting Orlando right now from a Jared Dubois perspective? You're just there, you know. I I, I got to tell you, I mean, it's it's uh, there's it's all over the place. I mean, in for a city,
2: when I was in Seattle. It would The density was unlike anything I've ever seen before. But then again, that city also has a very thriving heart, a very dense heart of the city geographically. So when it's there, I mean, it's everywhere. Orlando's far more spread out than that. And despite that, I'm seeing their gear and their stuff all over the place. I'm behind a car today with Orlando City bus sticker on it. I see a bus that I I don't know if it's a city bus or what, but it was entirely wrapped in Orlando City, like, like bus rap. I mean, it was all over it. I mean, I'm seeing the billboards. The guy I was in went out to lunch with today. He tells me he watched the last three games. He's I'm sorry, he's been to three games this year, and he's not even that big of a fan. His wife's a soccer fan of uh, of uh, Barcelona, mm-hmm. and but they go to Orlando City games, and it, it's weird. It's actually, it's they've done a very good job of penetrating the. Uh the social Ooh. fabric around here.
1: Ooh, are you allowed? To, are you allowed to say that word? Oh, Sixty percent of the time. That's the wrong one. Let's that one. Jay Rodius. Well, I, I think it was consensual. No. Okay. Uh, as long as it. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that's the only way. That's the only way. It's. Uh, it's appropriate. Um. It's good to hear that they're making some mark. Now, I. I'm not. I'm not trying to cut in. You know, I'm not trying to th- throw shade uh, at Orlando. But that is. No. A, that is it. No, no. I'm saying that is a town though where the only other big time sport. In the city was the, is the Orlando magic and they're they're definitely not on the radar as a top NBA team right now, so it makes sense I mean you know what sports are right they're, they're a way to tie our our civic pride to a competitive environment right so uh, and, and you know, drink beer publicly well sure but I mean like, you know you root for your team a lot of times because they're representing your city and you're proud of your city yeah. and, and uh, that's why that's why that's why teams get stadiums built even though they're a bad investment because because they represent the city and they put the city on the map because otherwise what are city dignitaries going to take VIPs to? <laughs> That's right. So, Orlando only has the magic. This is why we, you know we sort of talked about this with with Portland. It's that it's that dynamic that works because there's nothing else drawing attention or not, there only there's only so much drawing attention away from the soccer club whereas in an NFL town, it's it's impossible to break through. I mean, DC United's been around for 20 years. They've won a bunch of te- uh, championships, and they're still sort of under the radar in DC. And that's because there's the Redskins, and now the Nationals, and and the Wizards, and the and, and the uh, Capitals. It's almost impossible. I don't know if I could have named all four of those. Okay, well you you don't okay. give me a
2: city. Give me a city in America, and I'll see if I how many top tiered all right teams I can name in it. Okay, how about Detroit? All right, we got Lions. Yes, we got Red Wings. Yes. We've got um tigers. Yes, one more. Um, what's sport? Oh, you're a, you're out? a Lakers fan. Basketball. Wait. Yes. Oh, wait. Pistons.
1: Pistons. There you go. You could do this. And
2: and, and Detroit uh, Detroit uh, Motor City FC or whatever uh, Detroit <laughs> uh, one, right. PSL is called. I think it's
1: just uh, I think it's Detroit. Just I don't know <laughs> what is it. I don't remember. That's terrible. They'll get on the map one day. They sure no. Sure they they, they, like I said,
2: that they, they was one of the best kit games in the entire uh, country.
1: Yeah. So, uh so Orlando's got their soccer thing going on. That's all that matters. I mean, again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to undercut what, what Orlando's managed to do there so far, because you know it's better than a lot of cities have managed to do. You know, um, what game I couldn't play?
2: If you gave me a, like a, a a college sports conference, I probably couldn't get two names right. Well,
1: I'd be I'd be less. Uh, less good, less good. I'd be, wow. I wouldn't be as good at that game as that I used, as they used to be because they've changed everything and teams have moved around so much. I mean, I know. can get the Pac-12. I can probably get all twelve of the Pac-12. Other than that, I may get no, one can't. or two right. You can't do the Pac-12. You don't think I can do the Pac-12? Well, the, okay. All right, college, get your fingers out. The, the, the college that I nearly went to and probably should have, but the college whose football team I've rooted for my entire life is in the Pac-12, and that's still weird to me. I'm still adjusting. All right, adjusting. let's see if I can knock it out. Okay, okay there's nothing to do. Well, okay, we'll, we'll consider. Oh, there's this is, soccer teams this, in this Pac-12. <laughs> soccer teams in the Pac-12. Go ahead. All right, got to put
2: your fingers up so I don't lose track because I'm watching you on the video. So I'll, I'll, I'll count. I'll, I'll count. Go ahead. All
1: right, U- USC. Yes. UCLA. Yeah. Stanford. Okay. Cal, Cal. That's four. Oregon. That's five. Oregon State. Who?
2: Oregon State. Oregon State. That's six. Washington. That's seven. Washington State. Eight. Arizona. Nine. Arizona State. Ten. Uh, uh, um, uh. It's a Utah. It's uh, not BYU. It's the other one. Um. Uh. Okay. Colorado. Colorado. And um. And what's the one Utah? You're over, you're over- Utah think-
1: State. You're overthinking it. Just say is Utah. This Utah. Yeah, just say Utah. There it is. Okay. You did them all. That's what? You, 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 uh, ah, you see, all. I know something. Yeah, and Utah and Colorado are, are newer, newer additions. That, like I said, I'm still getting used to the fact that those teams are in the Pac-12. That's not. That's not something that I grew up with. The I grew up with Colorado. That's my my college football team. I grew up with Colorado in the Big Eight. That doesn't even exist anymore. They went to the Big Twelve, and now they left the Big Twelve and the Pac-12. Whatever. If you were
2: in MLS going to make two conferences and one of them's called the Big 8. Who would be the Big 8?
1: Oh, so like the 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 ten, the, the big the, the 8 <laughs> the, biggest. This team. is the conference that's going to get the TV rights. All right, it's LA. 1. It, it's Seattle. 2. It's the Red Bulls. 3. Yeah. Um it's uh oh, see uh fourth uh it's Toronto FC. 4. Huh. Let's see. Where? Who else? I'm gonna definitely. That's that's half the group. I got only I got four I spots. NYCFC. Okay, NYCFC and Portland. Portland. Yeah, Portland. That's uh, that's six. six right there. Got two more. Uh, this is ones uh, with kind of like the also runs. Do you go for markets no. or do you go for like quality? DC United. Sorry, it's a big market. They got a lot of potential. They're getting a new you can't stadium. Even get people in the stadium, they get people watching it. Uh, you, they might one day. You never know. It's still a big market. You got to put them okay. in. That's seven. Means we got one spot. You give it to. You don't give it to the Revs unless they have their own building. You gotta go You gotta go Chicago. Yeah, but they okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe Chicago. I mean, if you're you can't go straight market size because we I know that. Throw a- I might throw
2: Orlando City SC in there Ooh. just just because they're spending money, they got good atmosphere, and it's going to look good on TV. Right.
0: Damn dog, that's an approach. That
2: is that is hating on the Revs a bit. Who, uh, but you know, if you're going by quality, it'd be Vancouver or Dallas.
1: Yeah, but those yeah, and Dallas is a big town too. But clearly, just like Chicago and D.C., questions of whether or not they penetrate those markets. Jared, do they penetrate those markets? A penetration well going on this yeah, show tonight. Absolutely. Three four seven seven five six six two seven six is your phone number. We've got MLS to talk about. Um, a couple of things. Okay, we'll start with L.A. and N.Y.C.F.C. because it was the richest game in MLS history. Ching. Um, yeah, I don't have a, I don't really have like a, yeah, I don't have a thing. L.A. needs stars. I just have that, yeah. Oh, L.A. does need stars. Where is that? Someone seems to think you have talent, but unfortunately, this is Los Angeles. I need more than talent. I need stars.
2: I still love the I can't even tell on the Los Angeles. Is that an H or a K? Like, what's the sound he makes in Los Angeles? He says Los Angeles. Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> what what, what, what words, is that letter? It's So good. It's like, someone seems to think you have talent. Damn! Oops, hold on, I just screwed that up. Let me try that again. Someone Wait. seems to think you have talent, but unfortunately, this is Los Angeles. I need more than talent. I need stars. Los Angeles.
2: It's a it's a type of sound that has to have some kind of European umlaut or accent over it.
1: Now, I think that there's. I, I don't know. Maybe it is more European because you don't. You certainly don't hear. Most na- native Spanish speakers say Los Angeles, I it's guess. Like talking a loogie in the middle of I it. I don't know. That's Alfred Molina as, uh, as Galan. And he's British anyway. Yeah, Alfred Molina's actually from London, which I didn't even know until we went and looked into his background when that show came on the air, which R.I.P. Rat- Matador, we always got to say it. R.I.P., uh, but it's good to see everyone getting work. Absolutely. The whole crew is out there doing stuff. I, I'm Nikki Whalen or whatever, she's got a job. Where's she at? What's well, well, happening? Not, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so wrong, dude. Damn, dog. Yeah, so Just because you're in Orlando, thousands of miles from your wife, that's what you think you can get away with? All right. Like, I wouldn't say that if she <laughs> in the next room. <laughs> All right. So, uh, L.A. and NYCFC. Again. Okay. Here's a tweet. Here's a tweet. And we and
2: I started talking about it a little bit beforehand. But here's a tweet regarding the L.A. NYCFC game. This one from Michael Anderer. Andererer. Uh, he says, I'll, uh, "Let's see. Do you think the L.A. versus N.Y.C. result hurt the league? It was such a hyped game."
1: No. Duh, and or hello? No, 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 not in a million years. But what no. are the Euros going to think, Jason? I don't. First of all, I do not care. Second of all, it, we knew going into the game that it was L.A. three or sorry, five time MLS Cup winner with the whole cur- 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 current juggernautter cur- cur- yeah, they're juggernauting right now they are the defending champions they just signed giovanni dos santos to go with steven gerrard they already had Robbie Keane. we know they've got giassi artist and sebastian legette and all of this talent we know how good la is against nycfc an expansion team scrambling to try to get just enough points to maybe have a chance to get into the playoffs with one of the most atrocious defenses in the league what else was going to happen what else was going to happen? Nobody expected it, anything else.
2: It, it, it's like saying you're going to put Chelsea up against, I don't know, who's Burnley or something like that. I don't know who you're going to put them up against, but you're not going to expect any other result than this. Now, granted, there's guys with accents that talk kind of fear- weird and pronounce their H's oddly that came all the way out here to watch the Gerard versus Lampard. Let's see him on the field again because it works so well for England. And everyone drew- flew their guys out here for that storyline. And because it didn't come true, all of a sudden, the game is some kind of failure. I don't understand no, that.
1: No, and look, it reflects it reflects negatively on NYCFC a bit and certainly on Frank Lampard. Come on, Frank. But it does not reflect negatively on MLS, not in my mind. I don't. Because here's I mean, the thing that product that the Galaxy put on the field was pretty damn entertaining.
2: Absolutely. Anyone's going to anyone gonna watch a soccer game. By
1: the way, Thierry Henry on Sky Sports saying as he's doing MLS analysis, because they have the games. Saying that that could have been eleven or twelve, he said at one point that Keane and dos Santos were trying to score a playstation goal that 's what it was like in <laughs> that game,
2: so yeah and if, i can 't remember if it was him or someone who was talking about the fact that that 's a mid level level uh, premiership side yeah. i don 't remember who said that, but yeah. it 's that
1: weird game that people I play care. that I no don't ever call it. i don 't care i don 't care if the gal- if the galaxy would finish tenth or twelfth or eighteenth in the pre- i don 't care. It's entertaining soccer for me and my country. Why would I give a crap? Ray in Milwaukee, you're on the air. Hey, what's
0: up? Yeah, uh, 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 It's uh, maybe uh, entertaining, but uh, if you look at the number of foreign-born players, do uh, you think that's alarming, or do you think this is, or is, is this what's going to take uh, to get a team like the LA Galaxy? I believe seven of the 11 starters were foreign-born how, how players. How many British
2: players play for Chelsea.
0: Well, uh, Leah, I know, uh, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I do believe it stunts the growth of the FA, uh, British soccer. The, the I, point I, I, being,
1: the point being, uh, Jared, that by because uh, because so many of, of the players in MLS, uh, over fifty percent for the first time in history, are foreign born. This is going to retard the growth of the U.S. men's national team. We're not going to have enough.
0: Uh, but quality this was always
2: going to happen when you're going to expand as quickly as MLS has decided to do over the last two years and upcoming five years that the pool couldn't sustain that many teams. So you're going to have to open this up a bit. It doesn't mean that you're going to retard the growth of the American player. You just got to find the right American players. And it's not going to be over 50% right now if you want to keep growing at this rate. At some point, it's going to catch back up again. But it's just too many teams.
1: Haven't we agreed that... By having not that you want the league to be eighty percent foreign players or something ridiculous like that, but haven't we agreed that bringing in a more talented group of players from outside the country only raises the level of the league, which forces American players to get better if they want? I would rather have a small group of very good American players, a smaller group of of better American players, than a big fat group of players who are just going to have jobs because it's MLS,
0: right? Uh, I I would I would agree with you, uh, Jason. But I would also just say, uh, but if we're looking at it from an international perspective of soccer play, it's not the trend. Barcelona uh, and Spain, Bayern Munich and Germany, and Italy with Juventus players, uh, right? And the last country to buck that trend was Brazil and the manufacturing of players that they've been able to produce at that level. And if you look at it right now, there's so many Brazilians that are going playing worldwide that the Brazilian national team I believe is suffering because there's too many the domestic league is extremely weak. Weaker also, than it used to I'd be.
2: I'd also I oh, I'd also wonder what's the percentage of players in this league if you took Canadians into account? Because it's kind of kinda of BS that we don't take Canadians into account. It's three teams in Canada. Okay, We should be taking Canadian players, North American players. How many North American players are in the league? That would be an interesting stat for me to see if now that it now puts it over 50%. Uh, look, I
1: want MLS to get better. I want MLS to grow. I want the quality of the soccer to be better. I want it to draw more attention. I want it to become bigger stakes. I want it to be more entertaining. I also want the U.S. men's national team to get better and win things. I don't necessarily need those two things to cross over all the time. And MLS, no matter what the original intent of the league it does not have a natural obligation, aside from marking itself through the national team, to developing players. They don't. They don't have any—there's no, There's nothing that says MLS has to develop American players for the national team, otherwise they're failing. No. MLS— It's in job, their best interest, too, though. Yeah, it can be in their best interest, certainly. And we know that academies are important to the individual clubs and what they do going forward. But that doesn't mean—it's almost a byproduct, Jared. You you develop players because that's the best kind of business in soccer, and then, oh, wait, there happen to be American players who can go play for the national team? Great, fantastic, grand, let's move on. I don't think MLS necessarily should sit here and worry about what the state of the American player pool is because they are giving opportunities, because the league is getting better. And guess what? There's an NASL there, too. If the NASL gets better, that's an opportunity for American players. I, I don't understand what the problem is. Guess what? Jason Hernandez gets to play soccer. Oh, no. <laughs> there's, there's plenty I almost of did guys a spit take, dude. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Seriously, I almost did a spit take. Zane's not- zone! <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's, uh, there's plenty of opportunities for players in this league, okay? there's It's not at some kind of breaking point where the next future star of MLS isn't getting playing time. Unless it may be. Maybe for LA, because you got someone like... Uh, Nacho Maganto, who I don't even know if eligible for for LA for US or not. I don't know if it, I don't know that he no, is. But so. or you have guys like I would even say a little bit lower tier on that, where um, Kenny Walker, Raúl Mendiola. There's guys in the LA team that could be playing for other teams right now, mm-hmm. and they're not. Jose Real. There's guys that are going to suffer from this on a couple teams, but guess what?
1: Are, Nacho Maganto would
2: start on RSL right
1: now. Yeah. Are we talking about? I mean, like, are we going to make a? Are we going to draw a line and make distinctions between players who? Um, you know, learn their soccer here, grow up here, and play here, but aren't necessarily American eligible or U.S. eligible? I mean, are we going to say that Diego Fagundes doesn't count because he's Uruguayan and is playing for the Uruguayan youth? I mean, I, I, don't... I guarantee you he wasn't counted in that. No, probably not. And that's the thing. Like, but we know he's a product of the American system, and that's something. Thanks for the call, uh, Ram. going move on. That's something that should work to the benefit of MLS. Six oh seven. You're on the air.
0: Uh, hey guys. So. A couple of months ago, you guys were talking about babies that could be great soccer players in, like, 20, 25 years. You <laughs> yeah. mentioned Jada Merritt and uh, – Oh, actually, right, guys, right,
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the genes. And the, uh, together, the, yeah.
2: the, the 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 Dwyer LaRue. Yes, Dwyer LaRue. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, uh, Jada Merritt and his wife are now pregnant. Yay! Yeah, so, Good
2: job, Jay. She, Good the, he work. needs to get her across the border in nine months.
1: Yeah, well, I mean...
0: Well, well here's my question. Jared, will, how, Jared the, how long ago were you in Bangkok?
1: Oh, snap! Oh, oh man. Come. Jay
2: Rodius.
1: I don't know, I don't know. I hope Demon, Jay, Demon's coming out of my closet. I hope Jay Demerit doesn't listen to the show. That's all I'm going to say. Like,
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> all. Sure. I'm you'll say. never get him in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just one other quick thing. Uh, I saw that... Uh, U.S.S.F., they're changing their, uh, the way they do things. They're, uh, they're doing it by a year from January now instead of August for uh, youth players and youth teams. I'm not a big fan of that move just because it separates so many. And I, I think it's better for individual player development, but uh, if you're looking at some of these ODP teams and academies that are coming through, they're not going to get to play with the kids that they've grown up playing with. Some of them will be split up just based on their age. Uh, so I think you got to pick a, pick better a for time somewhere, players. though.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Fa- it's fairly arbitrary. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not so steeped in the youth soccer stuff that I can make a comment on this. To be honest with you, I know that there are like you know different growth patterns and kids you know maturing at different ages, Jared. That when you get into the you know I you certainly get hit puberty and get into the high school years, that can become an issue if you've got. I mean, what we talk about the the kids in this country that we focus on are always to the ones that are fast and physical, and then guess what? That doesn't necessarily translate to when you're 23, 24. We need to be focused on giving a chance to the smaller kids. I don't know if this impacts any of that, but it hopefully allows for more recognition of technical players and gives them a chance to play with, with guys who aren't necessarily going to push them out just because they're so much bigger and stronger and faster. Yeah, I'm not so yeah. much worried
2: about this. I mean, as a guy who has a kid now... good. We're going to be in U6 this year. and It's going to go up through this system. I mean, it doesn't bother me so much. I'd rather just focus my attention on the fact are these kids playing futsal in the offseason. Are, what are they doing to, to improve their technical game, their small-sided game? That's the kind of way. I would, and you saw, I don't know if you saw that a while back, uh, I think just a couple weeks ago, USSF kind of rolled out their strategy for what types of games these players should be playing at, at what levels. And a lot of it's small-sided. They're going to be playing small-sided games at numerous different um, youth development levels rather than full-field 11-on-11. Did you happen to see that, Jason?
1: I did not, but that's good. I mean, that, that's, a st- that's a step in the right direction. I mean, again, I think part of, and I'll, and I'll say this consistently, thanks for the call, I, as much as we want to legislate and direct and c- control the environments in which our kids develop, and clearly that's important. And You reach a certain level of soccer, you reach a certain age, what's important? Now it's about coaching and playing with kids who are on your level so that you can get better and push yourself, et cetera, et cetera, and competition, all of those things. Until this country is a country where the first instinct of the kid when he gets home from school or when he runs out, runs outside in the summertime is to grab a ball and play a game across the country. I'm not I mean, I'm talking like as much as kids pick up a football or a basketball or decide to go hit the, the local diamond and play baseball. We need soccer has to be on that before it's even going to be critical mass. And we're going to see the sort of development that's going to push. These kids to become. I'm just worried top about level. sports in
2: general in that regard, Jason, because how is sports going to compete with my kids' love of video games I know. and iPhones and tablets? I know. I, know. I, I I just don't know that if that. It, I, I'm worried that we're going to lose the sporting edge in the world because of our addiction to technology.
1: Yeah, there's that. I mean, I, uh, I, I struggle with that stuff all the time. And I know you got two of them, <laughs> and one's going to take cues from the other, and you're only going to have double the yeah. problem. I can't so even The best I thing I
2: can do is just I mean and, and the same thing I guess our parents said to us, get outside and play.
1: Yeah, I mean get you outside know, and play. The only thing I re- the only thing we I had, and you're a couple you're a couple years older than me, or a year and a half or whatever. The the thing that I had that was going to be a distraction and keep me from running around outside was the original Nintendo. The first Nintendo. Oh, I, I think bit.
2: that's going to be kind of maybe be part of our bonus show. I kind of put something out there to you. And I don't think either of us did the prep work on it, but we could do it pretty quickly. Talking about the, our, each of our top five favorite player versus player Ooh, video games yeah, from back in the day.
1: We could do that. Maybe uh, That's a good bonus show tease. Maybe we can save that for the bonus show. But, you know, I, I remember back then it was I wanted to play Nintendo all the time. Eventually, my parents had to say, shut it down and go outside. You know, get out of the house. There's also this competing problem, and this is not to be parenting. You know, it's not the best parenting show, but there's also this competing problem. Okay, so now you've got your kid off all the screens. Now he's not playing the video games, but you're not necessarily going to go let him run around at seven or eight years old in the neighborhood anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a thing that parents do quite as much. Uh, And I don't, I mean, I guess I should, I guess it's just let go, let them be kids, but you you know we hear about so much of this bad stuff and everybody's so protectionist now it's yeah bizarre. but you also
2: hear the sports keep kids out of trouble so this there's the true. other side of that too and i'm thinking right. about adopting a philosophy in my house tell me what you think about this you have to play outside for two hours to earn one hour of technology. That's
1: not a bad. That's a that, that's. I like that. I may have to steal that. We're going to call that the 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 Dubois rule, and I may have to steal that. I think that's yeah, coming the, to my the house. The Dubois method. I'm going to call yeah, it. Yeah, the Dubois method. No that, that sounds like something else. That sounds, that like, sounds like I put like, like pulling out or something. Yeah, that sounds like I don't know. playing hot dogs and donuts with two fangirls in the locker room. There you go. All right, three four seven seven five six six two seven six is the. I got another phone tweet, number. Jason. You do go for it. And this one from uh, BDS Mon- how do I say wanna
2: say monkey, BD Smoky. Okay. I wonder if he smokes BDs. You ever smoke BDs back in the day? I don't day? know Is that a is. thing out
1: there? What's a BD? I have no idea what that is. It's
2: a it's a it's like a cheater cigarette that it's like a eucalyptus leaf that like rolled up. Yeah. And it's what people would smoke back in the day if they weren't serious about either. One type of thing you roll up versus tobacco,
1: <laughs> I see no that and it is... would smell of flavors and stuff, you know what we could totally do uh an- this is I'm just are throwing out bonus show ideas. Somebody write these down. We could totally do a difference in our in our the cultural <laughs> cultural things that we grew up with. Uh, you being in California, be moving around a bit, but never making it farther west than Kansas. So we could talk about that okay. stuff as well. Uh, this, so this tweet, this tweet
2: says, uh, um, "I hope you guys will discuss MB90 and Finley." I'm assuming Ethan, not Robbie, um, on the pod. Both were playmakers this weekend. What do you think about those deep line players playing playmaker roles? Is that good for their development? Is that where they should be, or is that where they're having to produce? Well, um, I. <laughs> I think he's playing on the wing, though he's not playing in the center that much. So it's a kind of a little different role from uh, Michael Bradley.
1: Well, sure, very different roles. I mean, Ethan Finley, but Ethan Finley is not—he's not a classical wing. I mean, he's not a classic winger. He's not the guy who's going to go stand out there, whipping crosses, be your uh, be your option wide. He's going to—he cuts. He's in. very
2: Landon Donovan like out he, wide. He
1: cuts in. He crashes the back post a lot. I mean, he's, how many goals has he scored because he's crashed the back post this year?
2: Yeah, I think what Columbus crew, part of their their plan seems to be just hit the ball low across the the sixth yard line and see if but, uh, if it goes through Ethan Finley on but the back you, post.
1: You clearly can have your play your your main playmaker be a guy who's who's covering one of those channels, who's who's playing in one of those channels. You don't necessarily have to have your playmaker centrally. Let's let's like put the kibosh on that notion first and foremost. You can sort of be unbalanced and play through through Ethan Finley. They've got Iguain in this team as well. You're clearly gonna play through him. He's not. Uh, I don't know. How would you? How would you quantify? Like, how would not qualify? Quantify. How would you qualify? Federico Iguanian? Where's the ten? But he's not really that classic uh, ten. Uh, oh man,
2: I would put him in a role similar to that of. I want to say Clint Dempsey, but that's not right. Um, uh,
1: there's more Clint Dempsey in him. I would him, say he's but, but, a, but,
2: he, he is a Robbie Keane that doesn't score as many goals.
1: Okay, maybe. he's he, I, would, I would say there's more Clint Dempsey and Robbie Keane in him than there is Javi Morales. I mean, that's sort of what we're talking about, right? Uh, yeah,
2: I think so. He, he plays underneath the the top striker really well in that role between the midfield yeah. and, and the striker.
1: Right, let's go to Daniel in Atlanta. I think you've got a, a PYP coming up. But Daniel, you're on the air. What's up?
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh I wanted to talk about, uh, when soccer has made it in America.
1: Go, Daniel, you, gotta yeah, you pace, got to pick up the yeah smoking those BDs. Yeah. Do you out smoking some BDs? today? what's going on, man? Come on. Concentrate for me, Daniel. What you want to talk about when soccer makes it big in America. Okay. Next thought, next thought, spit it out.
0: Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. Um, I think what soccer making in America is when it equates to, uh, to like when kids want to grow up to play football or all they want to do is play in the NBA. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and that's, that's coming. Yeah. That's, that part's coming, right? I mean, that's, 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 I think that's a thing. It it's exists. Equal, it's equal to the money and
2: women you can get. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's still what motivates young men. Well, what does okay. motivate young men? It does.
1: Money and women, it's, but it's a it's kind of a progression. Thanks for the call, Daniel. It's kind of a progression, right? Like when you're eight, you're not thinking about the 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 money and the and the and the attractiveness of your p- profession to to people you want to have sex with, for lack of a better way of saying it. You're just thinking about hitting the home run, scoring the goal, scoring the winning touchdown. Yeah, we'll That's what you think about Just just dreaming about being the star, being the the hero, winning the game, playing professionally. And what goes along with that? No, but I'm saying that 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 so now you're 8 and you're starting to take it serious. Okay, now I got to really play. I'm playing every season I can. My parents got me in this, I got me in that. I'm out doing pickup games. Now you're 9, you're 10, you're 11, you're 12. Uh-oh. What else is coming along with the, you know, with the profession? What's coming along hair. with the fame? Well. <laughs> hair and body odor. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Damn, do like, that's an approach. Like
1: four different times. Hair and body odor. But yeah, that's it's definitely on the, you know, that's definitely on the horizon. I think we're getting there. And you know, maybe it needs to be more MLS than say Champions League, but you know, that stuff takes time. You can't really force it.
2: Yeah, and so I do have a pick your poison for you, and this is gonna go back to the Ethan Finley talk we were just doing. Poison! 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 Poison. If you are Jurgen Klinsman and you have room for one wide midfielder left on your roster for the upcoming USA versus Mexico game? Are you taking Ethan Finley or Sebastian Lejet?
1: Wow. Um, that's a really tough call. Uh, one tends to play on the left side. One tends to play on the right side. Now, yeah, but the, I think they can interchange them pretty easily. Yeah, but it, let's, yeah.
2: let's assume that that's part of your choice and your decision-making as well.
1: Oh, man. Sebastian Lejet or Ethan Finley. I think I want to see Ethan Finley. I, I they both deserve a shot, they both deserve a look, but I think in that scenario I'm going with Ethan Finley. He's he's got he's played provider so many times. Obviously Leggett's been crucial to the build up for the Galaxy and maybe maybe you identify you need a more of a link player, a, a guy. And again, Sebastian Leggett incredible at crashing the net as well, but I think Finley is the guy first.
2: If I'd put one more person in there, does it change your opinion if I also put Zardes into that?
1: Yes. You take Zardes
2: as a midfielder over those two?
1: Oh man, no, no, no! I take no. I take Finley still. Zardes is a forward for me. I'm I'm sticking to that. I I think he can be effective as a midfielder, maybe at the MLS level, but I think he he needs to be playing forward internationally as a
2: midfielder. Legit or Zardas?
1: Uh, legit. Still better on the ball. Like, oh, I think better and decisions. Think the U.S. has needed a left
2: midfielder for. What when did Eddie when did Eddie Lewis leave? We need that's a, about how long we've needed a left midfielder.
1: We need all midfielders at this point. I mean, beyond Michael Bradley, and that's a question of where you play him. We need midfielders. I mean, I, nothing against Bedoya. Nothing. I mean, Fabian Johnson in midfield is fine, but that means you're playing him. You're not playing him in the back line where he's most effective for your team. There's A lot of questions about midfield. 9-8-9, eight nine. You're on the air. Hey, I
0: would uh, uh, I would go with the uh, Jets because. You see it over and over again. Ethan Finley has no first touch or no close controller. Okay. Like what Legette was does to defenders was <laughs> this, uh, a lot.
1: Legit probably a more technical player. Ethan Finley a more straight line player. Is that fair?
2: I, I would say Legit wants to play take players on. I well mean, he loves true. going one-on-one. That's true. And I don't see that with Finley, but I think Finley's more of a combination midfielder. He's going to want to combine with the guys out there, release someone on a one-two. He's going to get to the end of the, he's going to get to the end line more often. Yeah. But Leggett's going to be the guy that's going to break a guy's ankles and free himself up.
1: This is true. This is true. Maybe you're talking me out of uh, my pick, but I still like Ethan. Finley. No, I don't mean to. No, not you, the caller. But I still like Ethan Finley. Who is? I got no. You, I got no sway. What else you got? <laughs> what else you got? Uh,
0: I wanted to talk about uh, the FIFA reformers' comments.
1: Okay. Yeah, you know, I definitely have this on. On the docket today, just what do you uh, want to talk? I didn't hear that. What uh, was the... The FIFA reformer, reform chairman committee ah. comments. Okay, so he he first of all he defended Blatter. That's whatever. I don't care about that. Uh, the, the whole the whole committee is a joke. He went on a he, he was in a, a Swiss newspaper. His comment was for the U.S. football soccer does not have the same weight as baseball basketball and American football. There nothing wrong with that. There it's just an ethnic sport for girls in schools. Okay,
2: but okay, I think people may be getting more mad about this than they need to because they're taking the wrong connotation of what he's saying. Is he saying that his impression or the world's impression of soccer here is that we think of it as an ethnic sport that's for girls? I don't think he's saying that. That's what it
1: is. No, 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 of course not. No, he's saying that within just people he, out there turning it into that. He said no. I think what he's saying is that Americans only think of the game as an ethnic sport for girls. That's wrong? one yes, you yeah, think, think the majority
2: so. of sports fans in America think that this is an American sport,
1: no, but ethnic is the wrong word first of all it's- it's just part of the sports thing. Why is it going to be ethnic second because that, that's you know i don't know second of all i don't think that I don't think we're in that place anymore where it's a ga- a sport for girls, I mean yeah, you're going to get some some mouth breathers who go on the internet and throw comments around and call. But if
2: you're a guy sitting in a random castle in Switzerland and you see the ratings that whoa, whoa. the women's just, team goes up.
1: Okay, <laughs> but don't give the guy, don't give the guy an out. I assume
2: they all live in a lair made of stone. Don't give the
1: guy an out. They all live in ramparts. Uh, all right. Well, caller, what did you want to say about this?
0: Uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, it just completely ignores the fact that, uh, with pay-to-play, that most of the <laughs> play that uh, uh, the U.S. produces aren't ethnic at all, and it, like there's a huge gap in production of uh, uh, white versus uh, well, I mean, look,
1: he's right. doing a couple of things here. He's minimizing the the, the group he's calling ethnic. He's minimizing that group, right? He's implying that America doesn't take soccer seriously because they think of it as an ethnic sport. Well, right there, you've 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 tried, you've created a situation where you're basically saying the ethnic population of America, which I think is a terrible word in this context, but you're saying that the ethnic population of America doesn't matter because they only the the, the country thinks of it as an ethnic sport. Despite despite the fact that we're a, a country with um, you know, the melting pot and people from all over the world and you know what, there are a lot of people from uh, Spanish-speaking countries who like soccer, but that's not everybody, and guess what, they still matter, and they're still a major part of the country, so what the hell is your point? Hey, guys, Jason and Jared here. We had some uh, technical issues right at the the moment in the show you just heard where Jared was no longer able to hear me through his Orlando Hotel uh, connection, so uh, what we're going to do, and he's with me now. Say hi, Jared. Enjoy. Yeah.
2: No, we're, yeah we're, what we're going to do is we're going to do something with, uh, we basically lost the last 20 minutes of the show. For those of you who listen live, and so this is the reason why you should always listen live, you got to listen to, to Jason Davis' pad for 20 minutes. So, being now, uh, because we don't want to just release that because it may not be as entertaining, we're going to put last week's bonus show on the end of this one. So, enjoy.
1: <clears throat> I'm just going to leave this rolling. There's no reason to make a separate thing, and I'll, uh, do all the editing after we're done. <clears throat> Let it roll. Are you? Are we doing video for this? I know last week of couldn't. Are we doing video for this? I mean, why don't we as well keep it up so we can see each other? I mean, it's another. It's help. another channel. Okay. You probably need a light. <laughs> it's oh, kinda, is it getting that dark? It's getting dark. You look like you're in. You kind of look like you're sitting in your. <laughs> like it looks like something creepy's happening. <laughs> <laughs> My arms just moving really fast. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Um, do you have anything to roll with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I
2: got some. We're right. still rolling.
1: Uh, we are. We we can go. I mean, I can, I can. I got. I got two things I've been thinking about. Okay. All right. All right.
2: Both of them happened to me today. One. This is this this could be easier of the two conversations. Okay. Do you have that food slash candy slash treat that maybe you haven't had for ten years, but you still think fondly of? And then you try it again and you're like, Oh, was it always this bad? Or is it just changed?
1: I know that's probably happened to me, but I don't have a specific example. So I, yeah,
2: I kind of, I kind of know. Here's my one from today.
1: Okay. Okay. I out of the
2: blue for no reason I can think of decided I'm going to buy a hostess apple pie. Okay. No longer comes in the wax paper bag. Okay. Now it comes in a cardboard box. No okay. Big deal. Okay. However, it's a flaccid like <laughs> do oh, really it's like pocket of it's, like uh, of, of, gel- of of gelatin uh, with like a piece of apple in it uh, instead of the frosted crusted like you it would break when you this
1: folds when i bite into you, it you know i find that generally speaking packaged pastry products underwhelm me except and you probably don't even get this stuff jared or trevor will know about this tasty cake I think Tasty Cake always it, the the. Butters- yeah, I think it was like Ding Dongs out here, right? Butters, Isn't they kind butter, of similar. No, no, no. Butter. Well, Tasty oh. Cake's a company. They make a bunch of stuff, but they have something like my go-to is the butterscotch crippets. That, <laughs> that's always a weird name, butterscotch crippets But like something really Willy Wonka uh Yeah, they they make some good stuff. There's some other ones out there, but I I think generally like Little Debbie stuff, I'm always disappointed. Like I'm always like uh, it. It kind
2: of. Yeah, I think the only pastry I like in a bag that I get, like uh, something like that, like a vending machine style, is like a cherry pop tart.
1: Well, you can't go wrong. Pop tarts never fail to, to do the job. I don't think that's- No, but I don't, I don't do those weird ones. They have like, like hot fudge sundae. What the hell uh, is that? No, but I will tell you that the s'mores Pop tart is pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm all in on s'mores. It's, it's the right combination. I buy cherry in an emergency situation. I'll go
2: strawberry. Okay, but- And don't give me that non-frosted BS either. No, no, that's ridiculous. Well, first of all, do you, do you, do you heat your Pop tarts? No, but no. when I was younger, I did. I I, I can't remember last time. I I, I, <laughs> I I don't I don't have the investment. I can't invest that kind of time. I if know, I'm buying right? a pop tart. Guess what? Well, I'm hungry
1: now. Okay, let's and let's consider the problem. This is probably somebody's stand-up routine. By the way, we're just ja- totally jacking it from the ether. That tells the ether. them how unoriginally that routine uh, is. Then you let's say you heat up your pop tart. And you're, cause the, the whole point is that it's supposed to be quick and easy. And like, you're not sitting down in your, in your kitchen and eating a Pop-Tart, right? Like, you're rolling out yeah. the door. I, I got no fork and knife and a napkin yeah, when yeah. I'm eating a Pop-Tart. How are you supposed to hold it after you heat it up?
2: Good call. I'm not sure what the, what the process is on that. You grab a paper I mean, towel. You know, or? you
1: know, when you go to, and, and I'm not a big fan of this either, but when you go to McDonald's and you get the, the, the apple pie, at least they give yeah. you the box and like, you could open up part of the box and then you can,
2: like a Chipotle burrito
1: style, yeah, where
2: you yeah. just fold the fold yeah, the foil yeah, you're, down. Yeah, you're
1: eating it burrito style. Pop Tarts does not have the built-in packaging now. Hot now, Pockets, ap- now, or- Apple Pie, at
2: McDonald's—that's another product that's changed, but it's still close enough to the original. I'm okay with it. Never been a fan. Never been a fan ever. Never ever. ever but ever. the hostess apple pie—oh my god, son, that thing has gone uh, downhill. No, my kid can- will never
1: know the enjoyment of what that old pie used to be. I can't. I I really can't think of. I really can't think of anything that disappointed that's that's disappointed me. Like okay, that. speaking
2: of things that, if, okay, if you can't think of one, then I'm I'm going I'm to change the topic just slightly. Then because speaking of things that you're no longer in touch with today, I think I realize I've been married so long that I don't even realize when a woman's hitting on me. I think that's how unconnected I am to that part of my life anymore. Because in in the, in retrospect. The chick at the lunch counter today that got <laughs> gave me my lunch was sweating me.
1: Well, so you do recognize it, but you leave. And then it was an like, hour later. It, it was, was an like, hour later. Ding! Like the little light bulb goes off over like, your head. Oh my yeah. god, that chick was sweating me. I uh, I always have. I've had an issue with recognizing those moments for for pretty much my entire life. I mean, you got to be damn obvious in the past for me to recognize. Now. Well, now I am in a different situation, but during my recent lengthy single spell, I Mm -hmm. did not necessarily care as much whether or not it was coming my direction first. You know what I'm saying? Like I was taking some, I was going. Oh, so you're taking some swings? Yeah, why not? Like, what do I have to lose at this point? And And I was pitching underhand to you anymore. And I will tell you that the difference between the difference between me at 25, whenever it was that I met. You know that person, and and now he's immense, like immense. And I don't, I think it's a couple of things. Are you talking about your skill level? I think it's a couple of things. Or confidence. I think it's confidence, but I also think that confidence is somehow a function of me not giving a shit. Mm. I give a shit less than I did when I was twenty five, and you know what? Like I give a shit less about. Like I, I like to look good, and and I and I'm not trying to. Like, I'm not wearing going out wearing a paper bag but I'm not necessarily sweating what I'm wearing like I did when I was 25. I see
2: where you're coming from because just like
1: do you want to get with this? You, this, is, you, this is this the is the whole package. This is all the, this is who I am. This isn't now. the best I have to offer. This is all I have to well, offer. No, not even that. Like just just knowing like I am me now. There's no change. I'm not messing around. I'm not I'm not going through some process i'm not gonna go spend 70 you spend 70 on your haircut i'm sorry i don't like to day. back in the day <laughs> okay i'm not going to spend 70 bucks on my haircut i mean i'm not again i'm not saying i'm a slob i'm not saying like i don't care so much that i'm letting my appearance go back to, when i was single and i gave a crap before i was married i spent 70 dollars on hair. but it's again i think it's personality wise too like i know who i am now and some of that's trauma I'm like i I'm like I'm to learn a little, you little want bit me tell
2: me. you the line that an hour later i realized was when she was sweating me
1: What's she, so, What's she saying? What's she saying? So,
2: first <laughs> of all, she remembered me from uh, before I ordered. She goes, Oh, I think I remember your order. And she's like, So she's like, she, she was kind of like going back and forth. And she was like, Don't tell me, don't tell me. I remember you. And, like, uh, and she tried it and she got my order slightly wrong. Okay, yeah. and I was like, don't, and, and and like she was talking about me I had vegetables on my thing or something. Like that. I said, like, "Don't I look, that type of guy that have vegetables." <laughs> and she's like, "You look the type. Of, you look like a steak guy." Oh, and it was the
1: way she said oh, it. It was the way uh, she said it. She 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 went for the manly man thing, yes, right? I, yes. And in the moment, I was like, I don't "Well, look let like me a okay." Guy. What are you talking about? And then afterwards, was like, "Oh my god, that was the move." You know what else has changed a bit? And this is this is a good thing. It just makes it a little bit tougher if you are of our particular age group. Just because you get a smile, just because somebody says something nice, that doesn't mean you have an invitation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to yeah. be careful here. Like, most people I knew smiled. Well, right. <laughs> but I mean, like, you seem to be pretty sure about this particular encounter, okay? And, yes. and that's great. First of all, it doesn't matter because your life is your life. It's not changing. No, but now I gotta go back there because I frequent this place. <laughs> and now I'm like, but. but I don't want to be sending the wrong vibe. But I was, but like, I guess I guess what I've learned is like it's less about like hitting on somebody either way. Like I'm getting hit on or I like I'm not the kind of person to hit on anybody anyway. So mainly like we're just being nice. Okay. Now there's like at least an opportunity to have a normal person conversation that doesn't have anything else attached to it. And then Mm. maybe we get to the point where, oh. You actually like me. I can tell now. You, I like you. I can tell you. can tell that now. Let's. I like you. Let's like you. take the next step, whatever that happens to be. I, I just think. You know, that, the, yeah. uh, here's the other part about this that is kind of like
2: a, a background thing. I hate it when I reach. I know your order status at a place. Do you? Yes, because okay. it's lame to me. That means I'm there too way too much. Yeah, that's it true. It means I'm there way too. much. I don't that's want true. you to know me. You know, I want to just order in, in complete anonymity because okay. then, because here's the thing. This girl was kind of cute. So it was, it was fine, but th- normally it's some weird person that now knows something well, I, about I was
1: going to, I was going to ask you, what's worse? And I don't, we don't use drops on this, on this particular version of, of best bonus show. Well, I could, I, this would be almost a pick your poison. Throw it out there. All right. Let's just, do it, twice it, twice it, twice it. is it worse to be a regular and have your order known at a bar? Or at like a Chipotle?
2: I'm going to say at a Chipotle. Because at a bar, here's the thing. You can use that for status at some point. Okay. 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 When the bar is full and you need your order, you're going to get your order. And you know what? Sometimes you can get some stuff for
1: free. You're not getting anything for free. It's and totally.
2: when you got a lady you're trying to impress, and she can't get her order in, hey, hey, Mike, can't get this lady it's, a beer? Well, that's true. Boom. You know,
1: it, it 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 depends on what kind of regular you are about uh, the bar thing. It depends on what kind of regular you are, of course. But, like if you're the drunk ass regular, like nobody, that's not good. But yeah. It's um. There's definitely a different stigma to being the guy that has the card that you've punched eight times, so you could get the free sandwich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, that, yeah. that, that no, no one's, no one's, no one's, no one's, sleeping with that dude. No, yeah, that, 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 no. that's a, that's a hard look. I'll uh, say this though. I have a Chipotle near me that you brought it up. That I swear to, I swear to Jesus Christ,
1: that that sounds inappropriate. That sounds very inappropriate.
2: That the guy who heats my tortilla. Is the bad guy from The Untouchables. The really <laughs> creepy, thin dude from The Untouchables, that
1: is who makes my burrito. Not, and it creeps me out every time I go. You're not actually saying this. You're saying he looks exactly like him. He looks exactly like okay. him. Okay. Because you do. Exactly like him. You do live in the general The guy LA that shot Sean Connery. That's okay. who I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a great movie, by the way. I don't think that movie gets yeah, enough you, love. You bring a knife, you bring a gun. Yeah. He brings a knife, you bring uh, a gun. Was uh. uh he, he he brings a knife, you bring a gun. That's the Chicago way. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, what he that's, says. that's there that it is. is a
2: great one of the only movies I like Andy Garcia in. Not an Andy Garcia fan.
1: Uh, Andy Garcia, excellent. In Ocean's 11. Ocean's 11. As Eleven. Well. Yes, bad guy yeah. in Ocean's 11. But you're right. Andy Garcia is kind of a miss. Um, he doesn't hit the right notes all the time.
2: Yeah. I didn't, he, didn't he do a time where he was trying to do some romantic comedy kind of stuff too
1: and that didn't work well yeah, at he all. Yeah, he's, he's done some weird stuff. Didn't he doing one with Michelle Pfeiffer or something. A, yeah, we don't, by the way, we don't have an official time limit on uh, on what we're doing here, but I think, I just want to make sure that we stay within the general area. Like uh, we could do well, another well, like, like City Island. Trevor's sure like, he was good in City Island. I never even heard of that. Yeah, that's something That's probably some weird like hipster Dude, movie. You that, probably
2: have to be yeah. drinking craft beer to understand it. Yeah. Like, I
1: think you have to be tr- drinking craft beer, wearing, uh, it's probably the name of a craft beer, wearing horn rim glasses. Uh, yeah. You have to do, you have to do all of that. Yeah. I, I think that that's something. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, I, I picked a, I picked a, well, it's whatever. That, that's a different t- subject for a different day. Um, so uh, here's the thing I'm doing. And, and I don't want I won't make all of the, first of all, okay, let me, let me, let me do this. Let me say thank you to the numerous people who reached out after my story last week. And, and mm. you know, said uh, that they were they were happy to hear that Ethan was doing better. By the way, Ethan had strep throat. That's gone. Well, we're doing antibiotics, but he's good. He's cool. no no cool. more. No more stuff. If Everybody worried about that. And I actually heard uh, and I apologize because I don't have his name in front of me, but from a guy in Texas who had uh, an even younger son. Who went through something very similar to mine and there was a story um in the uh in the dallas newspaper about about it and it it sounded i mean everything was very eerily similar even though some of the some of the symptoms were different and um i I mean it's just nuts be careful um i don't want and here's here's something for you as a parent i have struggled i got one kid you got two now Mm. i've struggled with being the overreactive scared parent right uh we talked about last week how when my well, you kid- are more of that now than you were ever. well before. okay what, what I was gonna say is we, we talked about last week how initially i thought my kid just had a cold and it ended up being something that 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 obviously changes you and you're obviously much more on guard but i also don't want to be the parent who thinks that my kid can't you know do things on his own or has to be in my sight all the time or like you know there is this like, overprotective. I don't want to be overprotective. I, I, I struggle with that a little bit now that
2: my, with my five-year-old, because he's at the age where he can do more than I give him credit for. Like, when we take out the trash cans, I let him take them out to the sidewalk, then I put them kind of into the street. Right. He could do it. Yeah. I know he could do it, but I don't let him do it. Right. You know, that's probably a good thing still. He's probably not quite ready still, but I just, those are the type of things like, or for example, when I was in first grade, I walked to elementary school. You know, like, I. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And, uh, and my kid's walking from a- almost the exact same place I walked from to the exact same school I did, and I'm like, damn, do, what do I let him do this? And at what age do I let him do it? Yeah. You know, and it's 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 a weird thing to to when you start when do you start letting go of that leash? And my kid, I don't give him enough credit. He's a smart, smart kid, and I know he can fend for himself and he can make these decisions, but or my parents are just horrible parents. I don't know, but no, they're, no, they're I think it's just had a, had I think that.
1: it's just a different it's just the way things have developed and it's, it's the media thing. I mean, lots of people have identified this, this phenomenon where now that we're inundated with all this information, it makes us scareder because more, more fearful of the world because now we know there's all this stuff lying out there. Whereas, you know, in the sixties, seventies and eighties, nobody knew that stuff was out there. No, mm-hmm. nobody. And, and again, you know, some of that stuff's a, some of that's good development to be more aware. I mean, it's actually I, this, watch this very weird segue because I'm going to make sure we hit on this because we actually did tease it uh, in the regular show. <laughs> that we're talking about stripes. You're talking about the shower scene in Stripes, yeah. And the sort of the gratuities. There was that period, uh, like I'm thinking early seventies, mid seventies, to about the mid eighties, yeah. maybe even trickling into the late 80s Where, where pretty naked much, romps were all the craze. Yeah, pretty much every comedy was sort of a let's throw some TNA in there. Now it's completely sexist, of course, and they were pandering yeah. to a male audience. But that was a brief window in time. We don't have that. That's not a thing anymore, is it? I'm talking about like, um, gratuitous. I, th- I think I think um, I think Schlong is the new boob. <laughs> well, that's that's okay. That's and you know what? That's only fair. Like payback for for years and years. I mean, not although, cool with that. I just want to see equal amounts. Although, I mean, although, I uh, uh, you know how many times have you heard a woman say like it's actually not that great to look at? Like it's not really something. Well, even you- as recent as American Pie. Yeah. Okay. What yeah, was that? Two thousand. That, that's like 99 2000 i think that was in that area yeah you're right is that the last teenage sex, sex romp kind of movie like no, there's, that no there's probably been others and maybe others that even have tna but i guess i guess what i'm saying is i don't know maybe i i it's sort of the the vibe i got from those movies in the in the 70s and 80s like it's this it was just this well there
2: was also that sexual liberation thing going on you know where it was like It was not a big deal. Like people weren't like like all uptight about it. Now people get uptight about all this stuff. I don't understand. Show some schlong. Show some boob. Whatever people want to see. You know, just I I I can't stand how tight everything is these days. You just can't you can't have an opinion on anything. And I hate it as a guy who likes to joke and fancy myself a bootleg comedian at times. You know, in the I can't. I feel like I can't say the stuff I think is funny half the time.
1: Because people are going to think I'm serious. Well, there's so. Look, I mean, obviously, there's I can't a line. can go for the laugh, I feel yeah, like. There's obviously a line. You don't want to cross it, et cetera, et, cetera, et, cetera, et cetera, I mean, okay. I don't really have so, that. So though. it's being pointed out that I'm probably wrong about this. I mean, I do think there was a, a certain fee- a vibe to some of those movies. As you said, Stripes and, and Porkies and some stuff like that. Um, there's Was there any boob in Candy Show? I mean, duh, uh, 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 Revenge of the Nerds, stuff like that. I mean, it just comes to mind. But what has absolutely changed is that you can't like you remember when they tried to make they re- they remade Bad News Bears? Yeah. W- with Bob I didn't Watch with it. uh Billy Lee or Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. They can't remake that movie because that movie, the original yes, yes. Tanner's saying the N word for God. Exactly. Sakes. Exactly. And you know what? Uh, it's of that time. And not that I'm saying that, that it's good that Tanner was saying the N word. But yeah. In, in 1978 or whatever, you get away with Tanner saying the N word. You're not doing yeah. that in any movie. You could also
2: get away with a coach drinking beers with around the kids or, or have, yeah. give, giving, giving beers out to all the kids. Yeah. I don't know if they did that. Did they do that in the remake. And they essentially sexualized Tatum O'Neal
1: in that movie. Uh, now, yeah. I mean, I, what, like, a 14 year old? She was, yeah, she had to have been like 13 or 14 in that movie. Yeah. It's, it's like, what yeah. the heck is going on? It's a very weird movie. If you go back and watch yeah. it, it's very strange. Uh I don't know. All right. You know, it it's, it's, it, <sighs> We're, we're you like at like eighteen minutes you, of it. Did you ever watch the old school like um
2: Jodie Foster like when she was a teenager like with Disney um, movies?
1: Yeah, I've seen some of the Disney movies. I'm trying to remember which ones I've seen.
2: There's one in particular I can't name any except for one, and I must my brother and I must have ran the VHS tape through on this movie. We loved it so much. I, and I think to this day it's why I like stuff like Oak Island and stuff like that when I talk about it. Candle Shoe. Okay, I've never seen that one. It you is know, a. I want to to say good now. I haven't watched it probably in 20 years, and I probably shouldn't because it's probably going to ruin it for me. My memory of it is probably way better than it's ever going to be if I went back. It's the hostess apple pie of film
1: for me. Wait, what's it called? Candleshoe. Candleshoe. When did this movie come out? I'm going to say 77. Okay, I see it right here. She she has so many damn movies. I had to scroll to find it. In Uh, the Disney era, I mean,
2: she was on everything. But it was just like it was like a mystery movie where like things were hidden in the house and they were trying to find this treasure that was in the house. It's a fun, it's a fun, wholesome watch for your kid if you
1: can find it. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I like I said, I remember some of those movies. I wasn't super big into the live action Disney stuff, like, uh, like, know, I, I, like like the, the old like Kurt Russell like yes. Most Strongest Man kind of stuff. Yeah, like the Kurt Russell stuff. Like that wasn't really my thing.
2: I don't know why. And there's another one where, um, but I wasn't a Peach Dragon, which I thought was an amazing movie. I you know, I had Pete's Dragon, but I don't think I was ever that into
1: it. But there's another one called the World's Greatest Athlete. Is that Mickey, what it was called too? Mickey Rooney is bombed the entire time in Pete's Dragon. Bombed. That's Mickey Rooney? Yes. Bombed. That's Pete Pete is Mickey Rooney? No. Mickey Rooney's the Oh, old. I'm thinking Mickey Rourke. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rooney, the old the old guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, that movie is a trip anyway what were you saying oh the world's greatest yeah sort of in the flubber area like that area right yeah yeah and th- th- there's a whole bunch of it's a
2: really fun time i don't know i, I like that time like it uh, of disney and i really you say you're not you're in all the live action Here, ones but there's me, a few that i done. watch
1: me put these two things together now have you ever seen huh. have you ever seen zapped oh uh it, it's uh, uh um uh, hold on hold
2: don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, it's uh, <laughs> what, what's his name charles in charge um yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's what's his name ch- 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 chachi um scott, scott, scott bale and and Billy Z- i mean not billy zapka um uh no, his, what,
1: what's, his, willie, what's his friend's name from willie, it? willie ames willie ames the, the guys from charles in charge in a sex romp comedy where yes where char which where where scott bale gets the power to like what does he get the power of girls dresses up or something <laughs> like that that's all i remember <laughs> Like, could oh, you see through clothes, too? Was that part ah, of it as well? Something. There was, some, there was definitely superpowers of something. And
2: then type. the crazy thing is, the guy that's in the sex romp movie is now, what, Captain Christ or something like that? What's what's Willie Ames? Like, oh, you don't yeah. know this?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. I do know this. I do. I forgot. Because... Where he's like a Christian superhero now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's doing Bible man. Bible Bible man. man. Yeah, he's, very much, Bible man. he's very much in the same area as the the kid from uh Growing Paints. The guy like it, Re- it, Like Spider
2: Man instead of web shoots out like Holy Water shoots out of his arms <laughs> and he squirts it in your eye. <laughs> ah, it burns,
1: it burns, I'm so evil. Willie Ames. Good lord. All right, that's a good place to wrap this up. Best bonus show in the books. Thank you, besties. Uh thank you for checking this out. Again, we got some good feedback from people. On Twitter, if you like this, hit us up somehow. I mean, whether it's uh, whether it's at Best Soccer Show, at Jay Rhodes, at Davis J S N, at uh, hey, hey Word. What else? Anything else? Nah, just weigh in. Right. A, you have a take on something we
2: said? You got a favorite sex round movie we missed or something like that? Throw it in. Absolutely, do that. We'll talk to you guys next. Have you minute.
0: watched Candle Shoot? <laughs> Bye.